Welcome to Building the Bridge, connecting parents and educators around online learning. I'm your host, Dr. Wendy Oliver, Chief Learning Officer for Edison Learning. Each week, this podcast will present targeted, practical strategies for both teachers and parents to ensure we are all on the same page and successfully navigating the digital education world together. Thanks for joining me on this journey. And now, please enjoy today's episode. Our guest today is actually my daughter, Chloe, who is nine. As a family, we opted for Chloe to participate in remote learning when her school offered it as an option this school year. Chloe's in the third grade in a Spanish immersion program, which means all of her instruction is delivered in Spanish. Her teacher has a camera in the classroom and Chloe joins every morning at 8 a.m. through the Google Meet. Some students attend class in person and some students attend remotely. I've asked Chloe to be interviewed today as a student voice to share with teachers and parents what the experience of learning remotely from an elementary age student can be. And since mom's interviewing her, I can guarantee you she's going to be pretty honest, (laughs) maybe even a little too honest. Chloe, thank you for joining us today and taking some time to share your experience. Can you describe a little bit about how your morning routine has changed? So... In the mornings now, I really just change my top and still in my pajama pants because they can only see my top part. And then I go upstairs into my playroom and I just log on and meet. So instead of driving to school, you just walk up the stairs. Yes. And instead of wearing your full uniform, you're telling everyone you just wear your shirt. Yes. And sometimes pajama pants. Yes. (laughs) What do you like about learning remotely as opposed to when you would go to class? face-to-face um we get to play the games like with us getting to play against each other and we usually just it's just the teacher who's playing so we're like not against each other so are you saying that in the traditional classroom it would be just the teacher yes how is it different when you're learning remotely so we get to log on into the game Mm -hmm. And we get to play against and actually participate in it instead of just the teacher hitting it and just asking us a question and letting us answer to the whole class. So it sounds then like you have the opportunity to interact with your classmates and your friends some. Are the games that you're playing, are they related to the content that you're studying or are you just playing random games? Yes, they're related to the content that we're studying. What kind of games are you playing? Kahoot, Quizlet Live, 99 Math, quizzes. Wow. Sounds like you're doing a lot. So the kids that are in person are doing these too. So they're actually doing blended learning while you're doing remote learning from home. Yes. Do you ever get a chance to work with them in groups or do you? Uh-huh. Yeah, what's that like? Um, it's fun because I get to see their faces. So the teacher just sends a link to them. And they just log on to the meet and we just talk. And then she tells them when they have to go and they just log off. Do you feel like you're missing out on anything by being remote instead of in the classroom? Yeah, I feel like I'm missing out on a lot on the specialties like music, PE, storm, gardening, art. So, for example, right now it's your recess time and we're doing this interview, right? Right. What are your classmates doing at school? They're outside playing all together and they can play together. They just can't touch each other. So do you have recess at home sometimes? And you go outside? 
Yeah, when it's not too cold or too rainy. But who do you play with? No one. Oh, so that's that's sad. That's not fun. Not anymore. I used to play with my dad, but now I have to go to work. Okay. And so I'm just all alone at races. Oh, okay. That doesn't sound very fun. No. What's your favorite part about learning online? Uh, one-on-one time. And what ha- what's one-on-one time? Tell everybody what that is. <laughs> it's where the teacher, she, so like, during PE, since we can't actually go there, she stays and she talks to us and she explains the things to see if we understand what we were learning that day. Oh, did you get to do that when you were in the regular classroom? No. Okay, so it does help. Why does that help you so much? Because sometimes I can't hear her like if I'm in the bathroom or if something happened to her volume or if I'm somewhere and if I'm like at a dentist appointment and I miss it, the one-on-one time really helps me catch up to what we're doing. Oh, okay. Is that your favorite part of working remotely, the one-on-one time with her? Yeah. You're listening to Building the Bridge, presented by Edison Learning. Stay tuned for more online learning tips and strategies. And so we were talking a few minutes ago about your friends and not really getting to see them. How do you get to see or interact with your friends now? My friend Phoenix, who's online, always after school, we say bye to the teacher and we wait till she leaves the meet. And we have a party after that and we usually watch Pink Panther. A party? Yeah. And we usually watch Pink Panther and we just get to talk to each other. But that's like sometimes like when my friend Lola and Vincent had to be online because they were around somebody who had COVID. They got to be online and we had a party after school. And like my friend Genevieve, because she was on vacation at the beach, she got to be online. So So what types of assignments are you doing with the class while you're in class? Are you just doing worksheets or how are you learning your content, especially in Spanish? So right now we're doing a global project and my friend Genevieve and I, we are doing the pasta bags and we have to have a board with photos and sentences explaining like what's happening there. And last semester we did a Model UN online. Tell everybody how you did Model UN online. I, I got to see it, but they may not know exactly how that worked. Well, we, when we were in person, we dressed up in our costumes like who like we were. And, but now we just dressed up in, you know, nice outfits. And so, yeah, and we wrote what we were going to say, and then we just unmuted ourselves when we wanted to talk. Well, when we got called on. Very good. That's interesting. You were still able to pull off Model UN remotely. Was it as much fun as it was when you did it face-to-face? No. No. It was... I was thinking I'm going to mess up in front of like everybody. When you did it face-to-face? Yeah. Well, no. Oh. When we did it online, I was nervous that I'd mess up because I'm on a meet and the parents were there like oh. watching me. The parents were on the meet too? Yeah. Yeah. So that made it a little more nerve-wracking. Mm-hmm. What is one thing that your teacher's doing right now in remote learning that you would want her to keep doing when you go back to school face-to-face? Probably all the games. The games, meaning like in the classroom, like uh, like the Kahoot in the blended yeah. learning. Yes. Okay. So if that that's information for teachers, 
right? So that, that's, that's powerful for teachers to know that children really enjoy the interaction and motivation created by the games. Chloe, during parent-teacher conferences, your teacher told me that you are much more confident in math this year. And I asked you about that and you shared something with me um, that's pretty powerful. Will you share that with our listeners? For some of the kids in class where they were like the same as me, um, so I was scared because it was nerve wracking when I was in person answering a question. And if I got it wrong, but all the other kids knew the answer, it's like doing a presentation that you can't fail on mm -hmm. for me. And it was a embarrassment because I would mess up in front of the whole class. But now that we're on one-on-one -on -one time, it's a lot easier because if I get it wrong, it's just Phoenix. Just your uh, it's the just, person in your group. Yes, it's just him, and I know he wouldn't tell anybody, but it's just and it's just Senior Maria. Yeah, so it's just Senior Maria, your teacher, and then your other classmate that's in your group. Yeah. yeah. What would you like for Senior Maria, your teacher, to keep that she's been doing with remote learning when you go back face to face? The game and the one-on-one -on -one times. Uh, okay, so you definitely like the games because they're interactive and fun, yes. and then the one-on-one -on -one time, and I think you've explained why. Well, it's time for you to go back to class. Recess is over. Thank you so much for joining us today, Chloe. Uh, we appreciate your perspective and insight as a third grader into what remote learning is like. Thank you. Bye. This episode of Building the Bridge was designed to catch a glimpse into what it's like to learn remotely from the perspective of an elementary school student. This is Chloe's first year learning remotely, and as you can tell, she really enjoys the interaction and motivation created by the games. Some of the challenges of learning remotely while other students are learning in person are not being able to participate in art, music, gardening, etc. And really she misses not being able to play with her friends during recess. On the other hand, Chloe's enjoying the one-on-one -on -one attention she's offered from her teacher while her classmates are doing activities during the school day that are outside of the classroom. This is an unexpected benefit and provides her with some valuable time with her teacher. Stay tuned for our upcoming interview with her teacher, Senora Maria, as we gain her perspective on remote learning and compare her viewpoint with Chloe's. Thanks for listening to this episode of Building the Bridge. I hope today's insights and strategies will prove valuable as you support great online learning this week. Be sure to visit edisonlearning.com for many more resources to support high quality 21st century learning including a comprehensive suite of more than 150 online courses for grades 6 through 12 and much, much more. Join me again next week for more tips to connect parents and educators around best practices for online learning.